Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on this evening. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope you've enjoyed the uh, long weekend with lots of football. We've had five days in a row of college football. It's been absolutely fantastic. But uh, in this, I'm in this episode, I am joined once again by my good buddy Justin Brissett, and we're going to be talking about UConn football. So, thanks for joining me, Justin. Thank you very much, Bobby. I'm glad to be back on. Well, the first thing I have to ask is about the atmosphere at the rent. Uh, the biggest crowd that we've had in many, many years and many, many games. So I, I just have to ask the tailgating experience and then the experience at the game. How, how awesome was that? Uh, tailgating experience was really awesome. Um, we had channel three come through. Uh, actually there was a, there was people beside us that were tailgating. They got interviewed and, I have never seen that ever. Um, e- even when, like, the first year when the rent opened up, um, I saw similar tailgating. So it, it, it's been it's it's been you know quite, quite a while. Um, it was just awesome. I mean, you had to go to the bathroom. You had to like walk down three or four aisles and then chart this way and chart that way. Just go to the bathroom because everybody's clogging up the way. I mean, it, it was it was something else. Uh, the um, when, when I got there too, the uh, the parking it was real easy to get in because nobody was there yet. And uh, then all of a sudden, like five o'clock came around and it just got busy. And the 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 atmosphere was just unreal. Like you could just feel the you could just feel this like it, it, it was just something different. Like last year, you know, when we had crowds of like twenty seven thousand and and the tailgating felt like oh my goodness, this is a lot of people. Well, no, this 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 one was. A, it, it, it was actually unreal. It, it was an awesome experience. I, I love hearing that. And I, and I hope our fans, and especially the students as well, understand how important that is moving forward. Yeah, no, and, that, and that's the one thing, too, is that, you know, moving forward, even if this game, you know, the, the, the first game didn't go as planned, we need support. We They the football team always needs support. Um, UConn fans did really well, though, um, especially UConn Twitter, uh, buying tickets for, for everybody that needed them. And uh, actually, the, the, the bus company, too, that uh, that actually brings down the students and brings down the team, DATCO, uh, they actually bought 50 extra tickets this year. Um, there was actually other other people too that bought 40 extra tickets 30 extra tickets and just giving them away so it was just uh, it honestly i i have to say it was a great effort by everybody and i i i just i you uconn nation is something special i absolutely agree with that i mean what what an amazing job done by everybody involved in this from our athletic director dave benedict uh coach moore all the players all the other coaches but more importantly in this process, our, our fan base was just absolutely lutely fantastic during this process, like you said. I saw so many different people on, on Twitter, like you were saying, that bought tickets and were giving them away. I mean, just Husky Nation is special, like you said. It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, and the, and, and the one thing, too, is, you know, I think that 
UConn is UConn was always good with this too. Is that when when alumni, you know, especially especially alumni that played sports, had to be recognized. Everybody came out to watch it because this this program they really do care. They care about the athlete, but they also care about your your life after college too. And uh, you know, it's 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 one of those schools that you know you don't see that in many schools at all. That's the truth. (laughs) I can attest to that as a former coach, but also as a former athlete. I mean, seeing um, even the school I attended. from a basketball perspective on my point uh my my former school doesn't even reach out to me at all so i mean every now and then i guess they do but it's nothing not very frequently let's just say that and and i see so often that uconn is doing that and inviting former players back and former coaches and it's special like you said yeah it truly is well, like you said, uh, the game didn't go as planned, um, but I, I, I think the, fir- the first thing we can let's just start with is last year we played them at their place in Raleigh, North Carolina, lost 41 to 10, so by 31 points, this year we lose by 10. Yes, you don't want moral victories at all. That's not what we're here for, and I know Coach Mora and those guys don't want to hear that at all. But to see that improvement, it, it is important. Yeah, it, it truly is. I mean, you, you could definitely see the improvement also um, on the field. Uh, the coaches did really well. Um, this team, I hate to say it, like the, the, the steps they took with two years of uh, Coach Moore and company in charge, definitely, you know, it, it, it made up for all those years that were really bad. And the, the, the two years, we're like, honestly, I hate to say it, but we're like light years ahead of the schedule, you know, the, the because we really shouldn't be at the point where we're at right now. Sometimes it takes three plus years, and we were very lucky that it only took, you know, I would say one and a half years. Right, right. I, I, I've interacted with a lot of NC State fans, and I just did a podcast with uh, some Georgia State people. And so many people have said things about our program in a positive light now that it's it's refreshing to see and hear because for so long we've been uh, kicked and, and and people have just said so many like things that, they, that just because they're ignorant and they don't they, they're ignorant to our history and what UConn football has been in the past. So many people don't know about that. In the great history of UConn football, um, they just they just look at what's happened over the past five or five or so five or ten years or so, and they just see oh, it's it was terrible. But digging deeper, people can see what has happened here before. And I will say some of the interactions I had with the NC State fans that, that they they're worried this week that they're going to get destroyed by Notre Dame. And the, the, I've I've seen so many people say so many great things about us. They're like, you guys are, can can win ten games. You guys can go eight and four, win your bowl game, go nine and four type of thing. There's been so many people from the NC State side that have been impressed by us, and I, I I'm happy to see that. 
Yeah, and it, it it was it was really good because actually I hate to say it, I actually interacted with the NC State fan on uh, Twitter, and he was actually one of the nicer guys. Like he, you know, and, and I think their fans are not they're not as bad as other other fans that we had to interact with before. I mean, these guys kind of understand. I mean, uh, you know, NC State. You know they've 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 had their years too where they were kind of knocked down and stuff. But you know they're 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 definitely in for for a treat with their team. Um, but no, I I actually think that this team uh, is something special. It, it it really is something special. I mean the NC State game was a toss up for me. So right now we could still easily win. You know eight four nine and three. Uh, minimum is seven to five. My minimum is definitely seven to five still though. Oh, I absolutely agree. I mean, I, I think this NC State team is either the second or third best team on our schedule, depending on how you want to put NC State or Duke on that. You could flip-flop them either way. But, to, and, and to be quite frank, NC State probably has the best defensive line that we will play against all year. And we did a fantastic job running the football against them. Yeah, we really did. I mean, our uh, our our guys up in front, our offensive line did a very nice job. Uh, you know, there was plays where Christian Haynes really sealed off his guy really well, um, especially with the Victor Rosa's first touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, you could tell that, you know, Christian Haynes and that, that whole line just did their thing, you know, made, made the made, made the right corrections, made the right gaps for him to run through. And, even his second biggest run too. I mean, the, these guys really pushed up the ball very well. But there was also times where I think they might have gotten a little tired, or they just didn't. You know, they 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 just felt they they didn't have the right fundamentals, and um, you could tell. But I mean, yeah, this this front line is 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 going to get really good this year. I mean, this was just the start for him, so I can't wait until. Uh, until we definitely see all the rest of the games. Uh, absolutely. And and let's go ahead and start with that first drive of the game for us offensively. I mean, just a fantastic display by our offense. And Joe Fagano did an amazing job leading them down the field uh, in that he had some some really good runs in that, in, in that first drive. Victor Rosa did a great job capping off the drive. Um, but I... I, I, I want to say this as well. Those first drives tend to be scripted. And what I mean by that is a lot of is the play calls and what's going to happen have been rehearsed in practice. Like, you know, you know what you want to do to start the game. And we did a fantastic job with that um, to start the game. Um, so I want to talk about that first drive, but I also want to also bounce this question off you after you're done talking about the first drive of why we went away from some of that too yeah so the first drive i mean like like we like we're actually talking before this too and it almost looked like uh taquan roberson's first drive at ut uh at utah state um it looked very like promising um everybody just felt positive and the thing was is like when I saw the first drive and the touchdown, like the breakaway touchdown, I'm like, oh yeah, man, we're we're definitely you know 
we're, we're definitely going to do, we're definitely have a really good game. Um, right. You know, because uh, Joe also looked very confident. Everybody looked very confident. And, uh, you know, the first drive is we, we knew our strengths. We knew our strengths offensively and we knew how to, you know, how, how to, how to basically go through the motions, but go through emotions in a positive way. Um, you know, and, and, and a lot of teams do this, too, because even if they're scripted, like, sometimes they can work for drive after drive after drive until they actually get to you. But, uh, no, I mean, I'm, it, it, it was it was one of those, like, flawless opening drives where I was like, oh, my goodness, like, man, we scored too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. Oh, it was beautiful. And, and honestly, I, I was like, we need to do this more because this might be our strength for this year. We might be able to just bully the, you know, defensive line and, and even the second level, which is the linebackers. We we might be able to bully them all and just get easy touchdowns or easy yardage for that. And, uh, and I honestly think that's what our strengths are right now is, you know, you, you, you have to, you have to just, push you have to keep pushing 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 and it seemed like that we had a very fast cadence too we really kind of just went up to the ball and we hiked it right away and that and that's the type of foot you know that, that's the type of team that you want some you, you want an offense that can you know fly off the off off the hike and you know and and get positive plays like that Absolutely. I, I absolutely agree with that. The confidence we displayed in that first drive, it, it, it got you excited. And, and But then it, it it led to me thinking, well, why did we go to go away from that? Yeah, so we we kind of did go away from that, right, for, for quarters, like for what, a couple quarters. Um, actually, I, I would say all the way to the fourth quarter, honestly. Um it, it, it came to a point where we tried to be too um, too pretty at times. Uh, we, we we didn't play to our strengths, and we we went away from it, which I don't really understand why, because you had this team which you basically could shut down on defense and offensively, you knew what plays to call, but yet you strained away from it. I, I just, I don't understand it. I really don't understand it because we were trying to, you know, at times we are trying to throw the ball in places where it wasn't the strength of the quarterback. Uh, we weren't playing to the strengths of the quarterback. We really weren't playing the strengths of the running backs, you know, because the, run, the, the only running back that actually honestly – did something that whole game was Victor Rosa. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we actually thought Devontae Houston could have actually been, you know, a player that could have been an impact player for us, but yet he didn't really, they, they shut him down quickly because I, I really don't think we called the, 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 the right plays for Devontae Houston either. Um, for like throwing plays too. I mean, in, in the, in the first quarter, you know, second quarter, we saw that we could have had little dump-off passes for, like, 10, 15 yards, and we were, like, killing their defenses. And then uh, and then we strained away from that, too, which we, we can't. We have to – we basically have to find 
the weakness of defense. We found the weaknesses of defense, but yet we played off of it sometimes, which we can't do. I agree. And look, looking at the the receiving side of things, or, or, or more so the passing side of things, I I stress this going into the game, how the middle of the field would be open um, for us to pass the ball. And I, I saw multiple clips of Justin Jolie getting open in the middle of the field, and we just didn't we didn't even look at it and there's other 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 options too um so that that i guess is a little concerning just to to know that that was available but it it just wasn't wasn't looked at or 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 focused on or whatever it may be yeah no i i totally understand i mean i i saw some clips too where uh jolie was wide open and the thing is that the first two seconds, you got to throw that ball. I mean, uh, you know, uh, quarterback-wise, too, I, I counted more than three seconds, like up to five seconds, and then all of a sudden, you know, the uh, the pocket collapsed. But it, you, you, you got you got to throw the ball. You got to have, you know, you got to basically make up your mind before you even throw it, before even the play starts. I mean, uh, you know, it, it you, UConn wise too. You you you've done this. You've done all these plays for what fall and spring now, right? So the thing is, is that you know exactly where these players are going to be. So we need to actually play up to the strengths of that. We got to have a quarterback, no matter who it is, that ha- that that can at least can throw two seconds or at least three. You can't hold the ball more than three seconds, or it, it's it's just not going to work. Right. And and, and I, I I'll add we we're going to adjust we will we'll adjust we'll get better I I know we will I I just think it's it, it, we have to look at it as a positive the fact that yes again we don't want moral victories at all but at the same time this is arguably the second best team on our schedule and we're looking at these these ways that we could have won the football game. So, so again, it, it's a negative that we might not have utilized that the way that we should have, but it's also a positive for the fact that we're in this position. Exactly. And, and before the show, too, we're talking about adjustments, um, you know, like the, like the Marshall game, like the Ball State game. You know, it, 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 seemed like, it seemed like our adjustments just sometimes weren't there. But then, you know, the other side of the ball, their adjustments were, were right on. Um, but I, I still think that, you know, the first game, no matter what, even the coaching staff, they're kind of just going through the plays. They're, they're not, they don't really have an open playbook right now. They kind of have the plays that they want to, that they, they want to, you know, basically just, I guess, succeed on first and then mm-hmm. they can open it up. And basically, you know, throughout the season too, you know, the second game, we're going to see something different also. I mean, you're not going to see the same the same thing that we saw in, in NC State. Oh, uh, you know, the, 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 the offensive coordinator, Nick Charlton, defensive coordinator, um, um, I, I guess we'd have to say Jim Mora and company, right? Right. Uh, defensive coordinators. Uh, 
they they're kind of just seeing where the team is at right now, and then they're going to make the proper adjustments. I actually think they will make the proper adjustments, especially with Georgia State. I mean, uh, you know, and they 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 know where they messed up, and uh, and they they know where to you know where, where their success is. So I'm just hoping that you know from this game, there was a lot of times where. I saw him like, oh boy, we could have made this adjustment to make it way better. Um, but like I said before, too, what UConn needs to understand is every quarter we need to get a touchdown or at least a field goal, and we will stay in the game. We'll either win the game if we get a touchdown every four quarters, or if we get a touchdown and field goal, we'll at least stay in the game. And like I told you before, too, is if, you know, when we when we went up 7-0 and then all of a sudden they came back 7-7, well, there was times where we could have had another touchdown and there was times that we could have, you know, went for a field goal. And if that was true, it would have been 17-10, right? And then the Victor Rosa, that big 71-yard, 72-yard touchdown, it could have been tied up. So the game could have went a different way for us. Absolutely, and I I agree with you. If if we get a touchdown every quarter, twenty eight points. I mean, we look at that, we win this football game against NC State. If we get twenty eight points a game, we'll beat the majority of teams in college football because one, that means our offense is on the field a significant amount, keeping the defense off the field, and we're controlling things the way that we can control it, and our defense is fantastic. And I know that they will hold the majority of teams in college football under 28 points. Oh, yeah. There was times where I saw our defense, you know, we were over 100 yards, you know, uh, um, 100 yards. And was it rushing? It was rushing, right? Yeah. yeah or, 100, or pass yards, too. 160 rushing yards for the game and 113 passing yards for the game. For us, yeah. So, so, so basically, there was times where we held them under a hundred yards, and at a point where I'm like, "You guys got to take advantage because we're anytime when an offense is over a hundred yards, over over their opponent, or even let's say 150 yards over their opponent, they should be they should be up by two touchdowns easy, right? So, uh, I I honestly think what we have to do is we have to Yes, we can get the yardage, yardage, but we have to get the positive. We 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 got to play every down like it's our last. You know, we can't go out there and just play four downs. We got to give our defense some time to rest. And I think that the offense needs to almost set. If they actually set a tempo to the game, it would have been a lot different too. But we were just trying to. Sometimes we're way too fast and way too predictable. And I think if we could set the tempo, like if we can go fast and kind of slow and kind of mess with the, you know, the, the opponent's defense, I, I think that would help us too in the future games. Absolutely agree with that. I mean, being able to control uh, the time of possession is huge. Yeah, I mean, and, and we, we all know, you know, what, what side of the ball can actually, you know, who, who can actually, you know, set the tempo of the game? It's going to be the offense, right? Because the defense, they always have to go by the tempo of the, or defense always has to go by the tempo of the offense. So the, the thing is, is that 
you know, when we're up 7-0, we got to slow the tempo down. We got to just do our thing. We got to understand where we're at, especially with a P5 program like NC State, right? Because we have Duke coming up, which is going to play. It, 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 it's going to be kind of, they're, they're going to play kind of similar, right? So right. the thing is, is that when we go by a touchdown, we got to be able to run the ball pass the ball and set the tempo because if we just keep setting the tempo this team is only just going to go up and up and up and up and it's just going to help us throughout the season absolutely and 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 shifting to where nc state really got us would be the scrambling ability of brendan armstrong at the quarterback position he had 96 yards rushing and two touchdowns we we struggled with that against a quarterback who could run and, and we, we knew he was going to do that coming into this game because he's had – coming into this game, he had over 20 rushing touchdowns in his career. So we knew we knew that this was there, but we really struggled with that. And, and, and I think part of the problem from our defensive perspective is we came out way too pumped up, way too energized, and we – played a bit undisciplined when it came to tackling, which led to, I mean, I know a lot of people were complaining about missed tackles and such, and and we struggled there. That was definitely one of our issues. Yeah, no, we definitely struggled. Um, There was times where, you know, there was, there there was, there was times where the quarterback um, ran it and you would be like, where's the defensive end? Where's the linebacker stepping up? Right, um, especially offensive, the uh, outside linebackers. Where are they? You know, and and missed tackles. And and the thing is, is that he had easy, he had easy runs for touchdowns because, you know, the the, the defensive end either got caught up inside or he just didn't contain because he almost he almost played it like a pitch play where you know your defensive end has to come in and contain the quarterback and then. Either your linebackers or safeties have to step up, right? Right. But they weren't stepping up. They were just – I don't know what they were doing. I don't know if they were double-teaming other guys or or they just got caught up in in, uh, in blocks. But we, what we need to do is we need to be better with, you know, defense vents especially. You guys set the tempo of the defense. And I was a defensive end way back when. If you do not have self-containment, you're you're basically going to steer your linebackers in the wrong direction because they're looking at you for the outside runs, right? Or at least the C the the the, the C gap runs, right? Um, and and the thing is, is that you know your safeties too, especially when he just ran it in for what what was it? I think the first running touchdown it went for like what twelve or fifteen yards or something like that for a rush. Something like I'm that. Yeah, something like that. So the thing is, is you have about what, like four guys that can actually make a tackle, either defensive tackle, a defensive end, a line outside linebacker, even a middle um, linebacker, a safety or a cornerback. I mean, so you have six guys that can that can actually do their thing, but you know, everybody was just, you know, they just didn't, they just didn't break down their fundamentals right, and uh, and that's the thing is that he had such easy runs, and it was just unreal i mean his their their running backs though they didn't really have much of a chance because we could stop them but when when the quarterback uh had the time it's just that you know our our defense just broke down 
and that wasn't a good thing. Absolutely. And one one real positive I would like to look at is uh, only give up giving up 155 passing yards. Yeah, that was really well. That that means that our defensive backs did a great job. Um, defensive backs are definitely, I feel like, a group that is um, getting stronger. Uh, Coach Hill is doing a really good job with them, and I still think that they're just going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And that's our strong suit right now is that games coming up, Basically, the rushing we got to get better with that. The passing yards we're we're already there, so we just have to get stronger and stronger, and we get we just have to play our game with that. Absolutely, and and I think that's a good way for us to shift into uh, Georgia State for our upcoming game against them. I, I again, I think all Husky fans will say that. We need to throw the ball better. I, that yes, I, we we all we all understand that. Uh, but looking at Georgia State's game from last week, I was able to watch, um, go back and watch that, and uh, they struggled against uh, FCS Rhode Island, who who I know UConn fans are going to know plenty about, just because of the proximity of their program. Um, and, and just looking at the stats from that game, I'll, I'll, I'll just run down Georgia State's stats real quick. Their quarterback, Darren Granger, he's an accurate quarterback, 16 for 20, 193 yards and two touchdowns. And he also ran for 51 yards. He can, he's a good mobile quarterback. So after seeing what Brennan Armstrong did, we, we definitely need to adjust in that sense. And then their running back, Marcus Carroll, ran for a career-high 184 yards and three touchdowns. So as, as a team, Georgia State ran for 231 yards and three touchdowns. Um, so we, we definitely got to focus on that. And again, Granger can throw the football. Um, he, he had two touchdown passes, like I said. Robert Lewis, their leading receiver, seven catches, 97 yards and a touchdown. And then uh, Talik Williams had two catches for 52 yards and a touchdown. So they got two guys that are good deep threats there. And then looking at their defense, uh, they have good linebackers, but their secondary uh, is, is very questionable. And I just got off of a podcast with some Georgia State uh, fans, and, and they are very, very worried about that aspect of the game. And you can look at what Rhode Island did, and their quarterback, Kasim Hill, threw for 408 yards and four touchdowns. And then he ran for another touchdown himself as well. So, looking at this, going into this game, we look at Georgia State as their offense is pretty darn good, but we like our defense. And Georgia State's defense, especially the passing attack, is very questionable. The, the thing I look at the most in this game is, one, can we stop Darren Granger, their quarterback, and his rushing ability. I, I firmly believe we will be able to stop him as a passer. I love our secondary. I think we'll be good there. Can we stop him from rushing the ball? Two, our offensive line needs to dominate their defensive line, which I firmly believe we can do that. 
and three from talking to those Georgia State fans, like I just said, we need to take advantage of that porous secondary that they have. So, Justin, bouncing it back to you, what are you looking at coming into this Georgia State game? Well, I'm looking at, you know, our our, our rushing uh, against their defense. Um, what we really need to do is, is what really kind of actually was up in the air. I understand that the rushing was very well. It's only, you know, a good you know, a few touchdowns and stuff. But I still think that we have to have balance between our rushing and our um, our passing. Our passing has to get a lot better. Our wide receivers, you know, they, they, they have to, they can't, they have to catch the ball. They can't drop the ball. Um, defensive line coming into this too, we got to contain. We got to contain because we found out that with rushing court, you know, quarterbacks, um, you guys, you, you 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 can't give up, you can't give up big yardage to a to a rushing quarterback, and it, it drives everybody nuts. Um, and honestly, we did a very good job with 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 shutting down running backs. So what we need to do though is we need to work on, you know, self containment of the quarterback, and we need to have a more balanced offense coming into the game. And I think we'll be very successful. I agree, and, and I, I firmly believe that we'll we'll be able to do that. I, I just just watching Georgia State, um, and th- just looking at the some of the passes that they gave up. They gave up a seventy-three yard pass, sixty-three yard pass, a forty-yard pass. We we can take shots against this team. I, I saw multiple times where a back coming out of the backfield was wide open on, say, a wheel route. Um, so it, it's definitely something that that we can take advantage of. And, and again, yes, they'll make adjustments too. They will. But at the same time, we need to take advantage of those things too. Yeah, and it, it, it's weird saying, you know, Georgia State, you know, their, 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 their secondary is kind of, you know, weaker in a way, I guess you, you would say. But because we're – any time that I saw Georgia State playing, um, either in a bowl game or whatever, or trying to get to a bowl, their defense was always, like, really top-notch. They, they're actually really good. Um, and they were always, you know, they were, they were a very physical team. And they still are that physical team. They are a team that can find their way. And they always tried to find their way within the season. So what UConn needs to do is they kind of need to, you know, I, I honestly think what UConn needs to do is just come in, set the tempo of the game, set the tempo of the defense, and just, you know, and control it. You got to control it, even if it's at you know Georgia State, you know at, at Georgia State Stadium. Um, we got to control. We we got to just control it, kind of like what we did with FIU last year, you know, and uh, and just and, and honestly, just make them look silly. And I I I just can't wait. I mean, it's a it's of course it's another you know under the under the lights um, game, and it's going to be very exciting. I I I feel it's going to be a very uh, a very 
I guess, you know, Yukon Way is going to be a very heavy offense, and then, uh, you know, and, um, and Yukon Way is going to be a very heavy defense, so we actually might be able to, you know, capitalize easily. I agree. I, I like I like our chances in this game, and I, I thought it was almost laughable, uh, Vegas odds for opening week for this game that they favored Georgia State by four and a half points. I, I scratched my head when I saw that just because I, I we're, we're more physical than they are. Uh, we have a better football team, in my opinion. I, 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 I don't think it's a debate even. I, I really think that we can make a statement in this game like you just said. Yeah, and, and I mean, for, for like, you know, Rhode Island, the FCS program coming in, they could score 35. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but if we, can't, if we can't score major points against this team, then I'm going to question, you know, our, our team. But, uh, you know, if, if, if Rhode Island come in and kind of like, you know, kind of beat, beat them up a bit, um, I, 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 I actually think that we're going to be very successful in this game. And, and we just have to, we have to play smart, though. You know, we, we can't look past this game. We can't look past it at all because we have FIU next. The next two games are very winnable. We got to go into Duke being two and one. If we're not two and one going into Duke, then I don't think that's successful at all. We got to we we, we got to set the standard. We got to set the standard in the right way. And I think that this game is the start of of, of our season where we're going to set it. And say, hey, you can't mess with us. I absolutely agree. I, I firmly, firmly believe that. And and uh, predicting this game, I, I expect us to win by double digits. I really do. I, I I I think, like I said already, we're we're the better football team. We're more physical. I think our offensive line can absolutely dominate this football game. And I I think Joe is going to bounce back and have a good game passing the football. I think we're going to make some good adjustments in the passing game. And I think we're going to do a really good job rushing as well. And as you and I have said many, many times, we love our defense. And, and I'll take our defense against almost any team in college football. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and the one thing, too, is like, you know, I, I, I hope the coach and staff hears this is like why receiver wise, you know, you know what, why receiver group wise, if you have to switch people out, go for it. The NFL is doing it, and it's working. If somebody just isn't doing their thing, or there, there's somebody in the wide receiver group that is stronger in a skill set, play them. Play them for that one play, a couple plays, you know, and and play to our strengths. You know, even if we have a quarterback that, you know, can just come in for a few plays and and just open up the game, or we could just, you know, we 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 gotta do something special to to kind of like mix this thing up like if we don't see something working you know just don't go with it like try try to try to try to switch things up so then we can have an exciting game and i i think we could do that because last year if you look at it right zion turner and keel millen it was a good mix-up and i still think that you know roberson and fernando i i i really i is, is that how you say his last name right fernando yes okay if we could switch those both those guys up too, that could really mess up teams in the future, and that could mean 
that 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 could just spell trouble uh, for for other game, uh, other teams. So I I could definitely see like Nick Charles mixing things up, uh, even for this game too coming up. I think that's a good point. I think, we, like you said, we got to play to our strengths. We got to play to 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 what's what's going to work best. And, and and like you said, sometimes switching things up can do that. I, I I don't know if that necessarily means we need to be like running gimmicky plays and such like we've done in the past. I I think against a team like Georgia State, we can assert our will and we don't need to use gadget plays. Uh, but but I do agree with you. I mean it. it Switching up personnel can really, really affect things in a huge way for us. Yeah, because if, if you look at it too, you know, Joe is coming from the FCS um, program. And sometimes those FCS schools, if you look at like the playoffs and stuff, they run plays like that are, that are to their strengths, right? But when you come to the FBS, you have to sometimes expand that. So the thing is, is that when you see Joe get to a point where you know he's just either not, I, I wouldn't say getting tired but mentally mentally drained it's always good to switch it up kind of get him out of there kind of say hey joe it's okay uh, get somebody else in there just to run the plays for a little bit because you don't want a quarterback either that is mentally drained um last game nc state i saw him he was starting to get mentally drained i think if we switch it up a bit to um, it would have been a tad different. And that's the type of stuff, like, it's not on Joe either. Joe, you know, it, it, it's his first year playing against, you know, FBS, like, FBS programs every single game. You know, it's not like, oh, FCS, you only have, like, what, two to two, two or three games against FBS and the rest are FCS. So it, 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 it's definitely different styles. You know, it, it's kind of like baseball too, right? You're not bringing up a... Let's say Joe. Let's say FCS was was, you know, AAA, and and FBS is you know MLB, you know the the, the big leagues. You're, and when when you bring somebody up from the from AAA, you don't expect them to play you know 160 games, right? Because they only play like let's say half of it. So it, it, it it's going to get mentally draining, and that that that's that's the type of thing is you know it's it's nothing hard on Joe, but. I think what we need to do is when everybody feels mentally trained, just take them out for a little bit, let them rest up, and then bring them back in. Agree. And and, and the, the other thing to mention with that too is his first game was against NC State, who has a good defense. It's a, real, it's a good football team that's going to compete for an ACC championship. And – that that's a tough ask for somebody in their first football game at this level, um, and and like I said, moving forward, I think that they that Joe and the rest of the Huskies will adjust, and I think we'll, I I, I like I've said, we're we're still in good shape. I I still firmly believe that we're going to win eight nine games, and we're going to be just fine. Yes, I I, I believe that too, but. The next two games, we gotta be two and one. Absolutely, we we we, we, we just gotta be. If we're not, then we're not. You know, we're we're not gonna hit the goal. If right. we're two and one, it's gonna be a lot easier because then, even if you lose to Duke, that's two and two. I feel a lot better coming through Duke two and two than you know, let's say two and three. And that's the type of thing. Oh, actually, no. 
one and three. Yeah, one and three. And I I feel a lot better coming in as two and two because if we want to set our minimum to seven and five, now it's like okay, even if we lose to Tennessee, that's just one loss. Now the rest of the games after that is kind of it, it, it it's it's winning. Yeah, I mean we we could win every single game after that. It 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 just depends on you know how how the Huskies take it and how you know everybody. You know, plays it out, and uh, you know, for for us, for for bystanders, it's easy saying, okay, you know, we're we're, we're going to go eight and four this year. But for those guys, you know, playing on the field, playing every single play, what they need to understand is, if you want to be eight and four, you got to play every single down, and and you you, you got to. to to your strengths, you got to get those first downs. You can't just go. You know, you know, three and out. You have to just keep going, even if you're tired. Just keep pushing, pushing, pushing. And, you know, and and that's just how you know that that's just how a successful program works. And I know we're there. I know we're we're, we're very close to that point. But the thing is, to these guys, is guys, if you're up seven zero, you gotta you just keep scoring, just keep scoring, just keep scoring. Because if you do that. You're going to get into the opponent's head, and that's the thing: is you want to get into the opponent's head because if you don't, you know, if you don't get into their head and you give them that, you know, sense of hope, it, it it's just going to be very hard to win the game. So I'm I'm just hoping from here on out we just play smart, do your thing, push them around. You guys are are very good. You guys are so good, like you know, and. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm just really hoping that, you know, these guys understand how special this year can be because these guys are a special group. They absolutely are. And, and all the goals that we have are still right in front of us. We can still do everything that we want to do as a football program this season. And, and I firmly believe that we're going to do that. Oh yeah. I mean, the, the, the goals are there. Um, you know, it, it, it's still a fresh season. It's not like we're already, you know, five games into this, four games into this. We're, we're, we're only one game in. So, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, this, this this could be a season, you know, where this is a great year to establish. This is how UConn's going to be. And the thing is, is that this year it's going to set the standards. This year is going to set the standards for next year on how big, the the, the, the the crowd's going to be at the rent. And the thing is, is that this year, too, is going to set the standards on what kind of caliber recruits are we going to get. We can get really good caliber recruits, but we just got to strive through the year. We got to set that goal. And we got to, we, we, we just, we, we just have to just be UConn. I mean, we got to be strong. Look at the basketball team, you know, they, when, when, when they get down in the year, they always come back strong. And I, I still think that the football team can do the same thing. And, and we're a strong football team. And uh, we're actually one of the best football teams in the Northeast. Oh, 100%. Absolutely agree with that. And I guess to wrap things up, uh, the, the game this week against Georgia State is at 7 o'clock Eastern on ESPN+. Plus. Um, the Georgia State Panthers play at uh, Center Park Stadium, which is the Atlanta Braves' old baseball stadium. It's going to be in the mid to high 80s, so it's going to be hot. So our guys 
get we'll get hydrated and everything. Hopefully, we don't see much cramping in in, in this game. But it's going to be hot. Uh, but still, the, the like like you and I have said many times already. This is not only a winnable game, but a game we need to win. Yes, and and I I still believe that we're going to go in and do our thing. And when we do, I'm going to text you saying we did it. Yes, yep, <laughs> absolutely. Well, to, ra- to wrap things up, buddy, it's always fun having you on here talking UConn football. And we appreciate everybody who tunes in weekly and listens to our show. It's much appreciated. Husky Nation, we're so thankful uh, to be able to bring these to you. And uh, please continue to comment and uh, send us feedback or questions or whatever you would like to hear on this show uh we just appreciate being able to do it and and, uh it's a blessing so thank you guys so much and justin let the listeners know where they can follow you hi you can follow me on on x at uh hawkeye282 absolutely everybody give them a follow and then you of course follow me personally at coach underscore b will and then the podcast x account at tnt college foot one uh please like subscribe if you ever listen to the podcast give the give the podcast a rating on spotify uh it's greatly appreciated get gets uh, the podcast out to more listeners and again thank you guys for listening everybody have a good night god bless and go huskies